Hi, welcome to Encounters on Our Planet. First of all, thank you so much for tuning in today. Your time is a gift and I appreciate you choosing to share it with me. Encounter is a safe space that I'm creating for us to have open and honest conversations about everything we encounter as we navigate life. And that means everything. There's nothing off limits and there's nothing we want to dive into. So stick around and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Hi, how are you? Good morning. Good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this, how are you doing, how have you been? I hope you're okay and as usual, if you're not, you can talk to me, I have time, we can talk. It's in the morning for me, here I am again recording before I do anything else because priorities, this is a top priority. I could say I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Let me leave it at that. I don't want to complicate it. I am doing okay. I'm grateful to be okay. I was just thinking of how we take the most basic things for granted and just to be okay. I'm grateful for that. I noticed there's many new people to our podcast. So if you need to encounter, hi, I'm so happy to have all of you here. Yeah, I'm just so grateful and I really hope that you enjoy this safe space that I'm trying to create. Like I notice, there's always I notice like in the statistics and on the Instagram I see. So thank you so much to everyone who takes the time to be here and just thank you for listening to this. And even if this is the only thing you listen to or you only listen up to here, I'm also grateful. Or even if you don't listen to all of the episodes, I'm also grateful. This week is episode 10, first of all. That's crazy. Episode 10 means a little over two months. It's still unreal to me in some ways. Sometimes I don't see myself as Nikita the podcaster. It's just in a way feels like a role. But and it's going to take some time to grow on me. And yeah, I love it regardless. It's like the thing I love doing the most right now. And I'm just grateful to have this. And yeah, here's episode 10. I said I figured I'd be doing... Q&As every 10, 20, 30, 40. Hopefully, maybe. Or we'll just do this and then we'll see when next we'll do a Q&A. So I asked you guys to send me some questions on Instagram and even on the podcast I mentioned. We'll get into that in a few. Then I remember actually a brief detour. There's some influencer, content creator, I don't know. They were doing a Q&A on their Instagram story. So someone asked this person about, should I say, okay, asked this person about their sexual orientation. And I remember this person was offended and said person replied with, I don't know why people just don't mind the business. Why does this matter to you? Why are you asking me this? That whole story. There's something people don't understand. I get to be a content creator or an influencer. You're kind of selling yourself. Like the product is you. People relate with you. That's why they follow you and talk to you part of that you also have to be careful about what you put out so if people ask you they have every right to ask you such questions by the way like those are your people you open yourself up to them you're influencing them you know what influence means story for another day so they have every right to ask you personal questions because you're putting your personal life out there then again i don't know if many of these influencers understand that you can definitely be public but still have privacy and you are in control of that by the way it's not like it's a must for you to answer such 
But then also those are your people. You don't come at them like that for asking you something that you opened the doors to. So I feel like people should learn also how to answer questions. Anyway, that's another story for another day. I got a few interesting ones. Of course, you know, we love, we love going deep in this podcast. But first, we'll start with the least deep ones. Then we'll go into the deep ones. I got random questions like someone asked me what's your favorite song and I already told you. But I'll just tell you again. My right now favorite songs are The One You Love by Maverick City, Lady of Neptune tune by Tori Linz and Surrender by Jenny Aiko. Those are the things that I'm listening to on repeat right now. I have a couple of others but those are my favorite favorites. And someone asked me who do I have pinned on iMessage and I was like how do you know that I have someone pinned? And I want to answer that because privacy and I just don't feel like it's something that I have to answer. I don't know. I don't feel obliged to answer that question. Sorry if you're the one who asked. Uh, someone asked would I leave my significant other or a celebrity and that's no, my right now significant other, I wouldn't. In general, if I was with a person, I wouldn't leave them for a celebrity because I'm not necessarily attracted to that public scrutiny life and all that comes with them. I don't mind it. I know some people know how to handle it well, but I don't know if I have the emotional capacity to deal with that kind of publicity in my life of this person that I'm with. And how their business is going to be out there and how I'm going to be seeing things here and there. I don't feel like I can handle it right now. And right now I wouldn't leave my significant other for celebrity because when you love someone, no one else can be that person. You know, the personality and the way they make you feel and all that. No one else can be that person. I think it's shallow to do that. I'm not looking for those things that come with being a celebrity. Unless you mean like if I'm really in love with this celebrity. But I don't know if you can be in love with two people at the same time. At least I know I can't. My long answer to that question is no. Uh, someone asked me how old do I want to be when I get married? So this is an interesting question and I feel like everyone has their own plan for life. Everyone has how they'd rather go about such things. Of course, some things we can't predict. I might wake up tomorrow and feel two days a day I want to get married. But for me, I don't know specifically about the age, but I just know that by the time I'm considering marriage, I would want to first have finished my degree. You know, that's six years and that's another two for me. And I would want to have been a certified doctor. To be a doctor, you have to do the board exams and all that. So I would want to have gone through that step. Then to have done my master's. At whatever point I'm getting married, I just would wish for it to be after I can practice and after I do my master's, I specialize in something. The reason for that is because when... I get married. I have the image of the wife I'd want to be. I feel like I want to clear all these things away first. I know I can be both, right? But I just want to be at that stage where, I don't know, I can serve a good purpose as a wife to the person that I'm with. I don't get married before all these things. Even becoming a parent, I want to become a parent when I am stable enough emotionally, mentally, financially to raise a child. People don't talk about how bringing someone to the world, it requires a lot. Don't know at what age all this is going to happen because medicine takes years and can be tricky, but hopefully by the time I'm 29, 30, God knows, we'll see. That's when I want to get married. Someone asked me, do you even like school? And I think this person doesn't know me because, yeah, I do. I like school like 85%. And that's just because I like what I'm doing. Before, I did not like school because I had zero love for what I'm doing. And right now, I love what I'm doing. So it makes things much easier. It's a lot of work. That's what the 15% lies. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of things. But I do like school. And by school, I mean like studying. Everything has its good and bad. But to simply answer that, I'll just say yes. I do like school. 
I don't mind school, you know. It's also not permanent. So I don't like over complaining about things that are not permanent. It's going to pass. I'm going to finish eventually and move on to the next stage of life. It's going to go. Next question is what drives you or what keeps you going every day? There's many answers I have to that, but I'll narrow it down to the two. Two, three major ones. One, there's so much suffering, heart, and selfishness in the world. I feel like we all have to take part in fixing that. So making the world a better place starts from home. Charity starts from home. I don't believe that I have the grandmaster solution, but I believe that I can play a part, even if it's such a small part. How do I mean? I wake up every day wanting to be a better person, so that someone else can feel better about themselves, so that when they go somewhere, they don't go project heart and nastiness to other people. I've said this before, there's nasty human beings, and I don't want us to be nasty human beings. I do this podcast because I feel like even if it's just a sort of relief and comfort for someone, it helps a bit. Or the people who actually learn something from here, if you could just apply one thing and be better in one tiny way, you don't know, but you're creating so much more harmony. So the fact that there's so much hurt, so much suffering, so much selfishness in the world, that's what wakes me up every day. I just want to play a part in creating a solution to that. Second thing, which is obvious if you're on this podcast it's pretty obvious. Love wakes me up every day. Love is so broad, by the way. Love is so diverse. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. This person was saying, people tend to think that when you say love, I mean my boyfriend, my husband, my girlfriend, love. That's not the only thing I mean. I mean loving people who need to be loved, creating love, reassuring people that they're loved. Just like I said in the previous reason, I feel like if we could all move with love, there's so many things that wouldn't be happening. If we were to love others the way we love ourselves, there's so many things that would not be happening. We would not be nasty human beings. And I fall short of that too sometimes, but I'm woken up by love and wanting to give love to at least one person every day to do something or say something nice to at least one person every single day. It is my intention to be loving, to create love for myself and for many other people just as part of the solution because if everyone was just to follow the rule of love your neighbor as you love yourself. You wouldn't go trolling someone on the internet. You wouldn't go gossiping about someone or abusing someone. You wouldn't go stepping on someone's shoes or seeking revenge or leaders wouldn't go hoarding wealth for themselves. They would know that their people need these resources. People wouldn't be discriminating others based on gender, race, social status if we really moved with love. But that's a story for another day. What wakes me up again every day is I have a need to do better. I just want to do better. That drives me. In the small and in the big ways, even if I can walk better today, if I can sit down better, if I can just be better in such small ways, that drives me. And every day is not, yay, I'm going to do better. I'm going to wake up and do A, B, C, D. Ah, it's a struggle. But all they have to do is try. I know all I have to do is show up and try and that's it. So to summarize that really long answer, I'd say what drives me is how much heart and suffering there is in the world. Two, love. And three, my need to do better. Then another question was, what's your biggest fear at this point in your life? That's a, that's a good question. So in the spirit of uh, me speaking about vulnerability, I also realized that sitting here with a microphone on my face and telling you something that happened to me is not vulnerability. Vulnerability is talking face to face with someone, opening myself up to another human being because it's much harder to do. Vulnerability is not sitting down with a phone and recording yourself crying. Vulnerability is not posting an Instagram story 
seeing how you've been suffering. It's not posting your mom on Mother's Day and saying Happy Mother's Day. That's not vulnerability. If I'm going to speak about my fears, and if I'll be fully honest, this is something I can't share yet because it would be a disservice for me to share it on this podcast, yet I haven't shared it with the person with whom it entails. I will tell you though, one of my biggest fears right now is, how do I put this? Not being able to do what I'm supposed to do. Not being able to play my part in a bigger picture. Like, will I be able to do it? And sometimes I get insecure rather and also I have fears that maybe I will never even get to be all these things I proclaim over here and it's not about physical success because we can achieve success by all merits of human measure but I crave a spiritual emotional mental success I don't mean to get morbid by the way about this but if I was to drop dead today would I have done something significant to have helped reduce the heart in the world yeah that's what i'd say my biggest fear is missing my mark not being able to fulfill my purpose you know there's a lot of purpose talk on this episode so not being able to fulfill my purpose gives me fear i know it's irrational and i said this if god is for you who can be against you i know eventually i will get to do all these things but you know when you don't see the end you're only at the beginning it can get a bit hard to just be sure and just believe so that's one of my biggest fears. Another practical fear that I have is that I won't be able to handle school and this podcast. That's just because I am an overachiever. There's things I like to achieve in my schoolwork and there's things I like to achieve in my podcast. And I'm realizing that both of these things need so much time. And in my journey with school, it only gets more serious, more involving, more demanding. And I've had days where I end my day and I'm like, oh, I just wish I could have studied for like two hours more. But I couldn't because I had to do ABCD for this podcast. I don't want to do a shady job with either. I don't know how to have half things. I have to be giving 100% in both these things. So that's a fear I have right now. I know I'll figure it out in a few weeks. But I'm just thinking what if I can't handle it? And what if I don't meet my own standards? Set up a bit too high but... I still would want to meet them. Generally, I have a fear of just failing. I know failure is a part of life, for sure, but I just have a fear of failing to do what I need to do, to be who I need to be in so many ways. I feel like my mind is just taking roots and flowing out at this point. That's me. You guys know that's that's where I am. I just spiral and go on tangents. The last question that I'm choosing to answer is from my mom and it's a really interesting question. I saw her text this morning and I've been thinking about it ever since I woke up. She asked, what's that one question you wish I'd ask you and how would you have answered it? And I've thought about all the questions I want to be asked. And I guess we can take this in context of my mom and what's a question I wish I would be asked right now and how would I answer it? I've thought, I've thought, I've thought, I've thought, I've thought, I've thought. And I think if someone was just to ask me, Nikita, how do you want to be loved or what would make you feel loved right now? First of all, it's not that I'm not loved or I don't feel like I'm loved, but how do I want to be loved? Let me give preface before I give my answer. I say that my love language is words of affirmation, but I'm slowly, slowly growing into acts of service. I don't mean acts of service like do this, do that, do this, do that for me. I mean I'd want a love that serves one, a purpose in my life, and two, that pours into my cup, that challenges me, that grows me. So I want to be served, and that doesn't mean like I'm a queen sitting on a throne and people are just bringing gifts and stuff to me and 
doing things for me just because. No, I want intention. I want little things. I want support. I want to be clapped for, to be cheered on. Not because I'm doing something so grand and so amazing, but just so I can have that assurance that I have my team in my corner, that I have my people in my corner rooting for me. And of course, I want to be told, to be affirmed. And I just want to feel the same intense love that I give. And that's a very, sometimes that's a hard standard to set because I know not everyone can love the same. And I know sometimes I over, not overdo it. I can be really intense with it, but I want to be served and I want to be told, I want to be affirmed. But most of all, the perfect answer for this would be you know how God loves us, like how, you know, we're always forgiven, how in his eyes we could do no wrong, how he doesn't condemn us and stuff. I want a love that represents that in my life. What do I mean? I want to be loved in a way that I don't have to feel like if I make a mistake, then I've done the worst thing in the world. I don't want to feel like I am my mistake. So if I make a mistake, this person won't give me or won't be here anymore or have lost their love in a way. I want to be loved in a way that I don't have to feel like I'm doing wrong. I know I make mistakes. That's not to say that my mistakes are just ignored. But I want to be loved in a way that I have the assurance that even if I do something, even a big mistake, I'll still be loved and forgiven. And at the same time, I want to be loved in a way that makes me want to do better. In a simple sentence, be loved in a way that I don't have to feel like I am my mistakes. Or if I make a mistake, then it's over. And at the same time, to be loved in a way that I myself want to do better. I want to be better. Kind of a love that inspires me or pushes me. So that's a really long answer to that question. But that's, well, that's how I'd say I want to be loved. There's so many other ways I want to be loved. Yeah, that's, that's just how I want to be loved in a nutshell, a big nutshell. Then in the context of what do I wish my mom would ask me, this is a tough one. I'm going to go on a tangent again before I come back to this question. I feel like uh, I love my parents so much. I love my parents. I just love them. And I recently came to a realization that, you know, I was holding so much. They did this, they did that, or this happened and that happened. And we had so much friction before. But I reached a place of grace where I really appreciate them for everything that they did. They did the best they could do with their resources, with what they had learned, with their experiences and the fears of life at that time. Some things are extreme, but they did what they knew, you know, they did what they were taught to do. They did what they saw best. I appreciate that so much. So it kind of helped me let go of so much anger towards them and holding on to so many hurtful things that happened when I was younger. And um, that said, I definitely love them, love how they did things, but I do not want to do things how they did things. There's things that they're not going to continue in a cycle when I get to have kids, when I get to have a family. There's so many conditionings that I want to break it's already started, but there's so many things I want to do different. The question that I wish my mom would ask me was, oh my God, this is going to be so emotional. God. And as I've said, vulnerability, I should have told her this before. Tell her this before this episode goes live. Uh, I wish my mom would ask me, how could things have been better? Or how could she have done better? I'm not saying that she didn't do her best. Oh, she absolutely does her best, by the way. I can't even explain so many things, but... I have so much love and compassion for her, but I wish she'd ask me that. And I'd tell her, I know you were just trying to do your best and you did what you knew was right. There's something that happened that I wish I knew about. So I'd answer saying, 
I wish you told me about that incident, those incidences. I'm not going to say what it is, of course, but I'm sure she knows. And I really just wish I knew it would have changed so much about how I acted and I would never have done some things. And I really, I really wish I knew. I wish you'd have told me, mommy. <laughs> I'm speaking directly to my mom, I'm sorry. But yeah, I just wish I knew, but it's okay. And the other thing that I'd say is that I just wish that... I would have been hard. I wish I was listened to. I wish I was validated. And I feel like if I was hard, validated, there's so many things that wouldn't have happened. And I've mentioned that I grew up with divorced parents. There's just so much in between that would happen. And I just wish I was hard and validated. And I wish I had had the relationship I have with her right now, like even two years ago. Because right now she's my bestie, you know, I love her. But I wish we'd had this two years ago. So that's how I'd answer that. And yeah, we're ending the questions there on a very sappy, emotional note. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I really, I really like this. We love to get deep and we love to talk about things that are real. I hope that this was, I don't know, entertaining for you or it was something for you. Yeah, we're going to carry on with no more programming from next week and i really am happy that you're here thank you so much for listening i feel like the end segments this episode we just answered a lot of questions and you guys know by default if we were to play a game it would be another question game um should we do that okay we'll, we'll play we'll play overrated or underrated we're gonna repeat that one then next week we'll have some new games so yes that's been it and now we're going to move into the end segments of the episode so we're going to start with the game then we'll do the encounter then we'll do the gratitude and the formation switching it up a bit so the game is overrated or underrated i'm going to answer three things i have the questions here the first is friends the show and i'd say it's a bit a bit overrated just a bit because yes it's funny okay but i feel like there's other good comedy shows that are maybe even better if not just as good but then i'm also a person who doesn't like comedy shows so probably my view on this is biased i watched one season of friends and that's all i could watch i actually don't like comedy shows i can do them once in a while but i can't consistently do them we're gonna give friends overrated. The next question, New Year's Eve. I feel like New Year's Eve is appropriately appreciated just because, yes, it's like, yeah, what's new? It's just another day, yada, yada. But I feel like there's a certain feeling to know it's a new beginning. Even if most of the things are gonna be similar to how they were the day before, I still feel like it's appropriately appreciated that people want to celebrate new beginnings. Yeah, I feel like it's something that's, appropriately appreciated the last thing is excessively early morning routines i feel like even before i answer you guys know my answer i am big on mornings so i'm going to say they're one either underrated or appropriately appreciated that's because people don't understand how important it is to fix yourself in the morning before you step out of that door i'll do an episode actually about morning routines soon that doesn't mean it has to be five hours long or three hours two hours long like mine it could be 30 minutes long and that's all you need that's why i can say appropriately appreciated and i waited because people have kind of a prejudicial judgment to it 
especially now that there's all these videos and aesthetics and it girl and I don't know what stuff going around. But I feel like if you take all that away, morning routines are actually important. So yeah, then my encounter, I've had a high and low week and I must imagine how it must feel for you guys to have heard me in the previous episode say, yeah, I'm perfectly okay. Then in the bonus episode say, basically I'm crying right now as I record this. Then now I'm here like, yeah, I'm happy. That's such a roller coaster, right? But that's just me, you guys. That's me. I think my encounter have had an emotional week. But this day I was on Apple Podcasts. And I don't do this often, by the way. But on this specific day, I was just checking the charts. And I saw myself there. And in the health and fitness segment, my show was like over there on new shows, like recommended shows for people. It was also under top shows, right between On Purpose and The School of Greatness. And if you've been here long enough, you know that I've mentioned those two podcasts in this podcast. So it was such a surreal moment to me. I take stock and stay grateful for such small things. I know it's not number one in the whole country or number one in 50 countries or I have 10 million or 10,000 listens and subscribers. No, the fact that it's just that, something I can't explain and I'm just so grateful for that. I'm still so grateful. That's been my encounter. This podcast is doing well, actually, and it's going how it needs to go. And that's all that I need to know. And I'm happy you're here. On that note, of course, this is all thanks to you. So I'm grateful for you. Yes, you who's listening to this. My gratitude is just that I'm grateful to be here, grateful to be okay, grateful to have this community of you guys. That's just my gratitude this week. And my affirmation is I'm exactly where I need to be right now, so I stay patient in this season of my life. I've said this before that everything is a season. They come and go, and right now I'm grateful to be here. And yeah, that's just me this episode. You guys are amazing. I don't think you guys know how much I love this podcast and how much I love you you specifically like yes you thank you so much for listening if you've made it to this end we'll take a break on the secret emoji because this was a Q&A episode but next week we'll have of course normal programming thank you to everyone who asked me a question and to everyone who responded kindly saying they love this podcast and for everyone who's newly discovered this podcast for everyone who's been here since the beginning my love goes to you and I hope that you have a lovely rest of your day or end of your day just whenever you listen to this, I hope everything after goes well. And I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I have something that I want to do. It's kind of something big that I want to do for us in this podcast. And maybe like in episode 15 or 13, I don't know, we'll see. But I can't wait to tell you. I'm still a bit shy about it, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you to everyone who interacts who sends me the secret emoji, who tells me something, just anything about this podcast. As usual, feel free to say something on email at encountersonourplanet at gmail.com, on Instagram at encounterspod and planet.nikite. And if you want, you can share this podcast with a friend who needs it. Or you can rate and review this podcast because it helps us grow. Thank you so much. It's been lovely. And I look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Again, I love you all so much. And a big hug. Bye.